welcome to Add to Party, a friendship simulator masquerading as a new show. I'm your host, James Hartwell, and I'm joined by... Milwaukee's favorite son, Charles Yamat, and I've been joined by... Andy Kay. With a public service announcement, I want everyone to know (laughs) that when you're pouring a beer, it makes a difference to tilt the glass. (laughs) I made a big mess, all right? Out of careless laziness. Um, it's clean now, but I want you to let you know that's why we're late. <laughs> Andy, have you, didn't I, I showed you that in Seattle, right? The thing where you use the pull tab to pour the beer for you. Oh, you did, but I haven't done it since. <laughs> no, I've, I have not done that since. But yeah, no, you pull the tab. Well, not pull. You know what I mean. And then like you set it on it. For all the viewers at home, <laughs> you you can you can leverage the tab on a beer and set it on your glass and let it do the work for you. That's um, right. It's amazing. But uh, it's, disgusting. it's disgusting. No, it's not at all. I'm just parroting words. Um, but that was my piece. That was all I needed to say. We can continue now into um, the main programming. <laughs> no, we're we're in the delightful banter part, which is going to mm. be most of the program because there's not mm. a ton of news. Uh, but how's how how are you two doing? Uh, you are, uh, of course, recording again from your shared office in Milwaukee. <laughs> yep. Listen, all right. We have the holiday spirit. Okay, I've got all my Christmas lights up. I even Ooh. put Christmas lights now around my video games. So even that has Christmas magic. Um, I bought Irish cream to put in my hot chocolate. Uh, so now I can enjoy that Christmas spirit. I brought out my Christmas tree candle. So now it smells like Christmas trees. Um, I'm really going for a vibe. I'm really going for an energy. And I've been really enjoying it this year. Uh, still no snow. <laughs> there's, there's no snow anywhere. By the, by the way, Andy, talking about drinking just reminded me. Have you ever seen these? What am I I'm looking showing at? Showing on Twitch. Okay. It's a shot and chaser glass. No. So you, so you pour the chaser first, and then you layer the shot on top of it, and then you drink. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, it's got four stars out of five on Amazon. Five hundred eighteen so. reviews, though. That's reasonable. Well, there you go. Uh, no, no, I've never seen it. Also, I'm really bad at shots. Now, Andy, about with the chaser ready to of go. the time they end up on my shirt, but it's just very You're difficult. Poor alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to sip. There you That's go. That's more my speed. What about you, Charles? How, how is, how is the holiday spirit manifesting in your life? Um, here's the thing. I'm not much of a decorator. Uh, I'm more of a person that loves giving gifts, and that's how it affected me. You know, I just, uh, you know, spent time thinking about it, figuring out what to get people, and then uh, and then I had to cross-reference it with things I've given people before, see whether or not it's a compound gift that you just do o- over a long term. Um, and then you just give them, and it's exciting uh, if people like it or not, and that's just kind of how it goes for me. Um what else do I do? Uh, basically, family stuff, which is nice. I like uh, spending time with my family. You know, I know it's not necessarily a common thing for people. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, so, but, you know, it's all good with me. I, I enjoy it. I always think it's a time to catch up on video games, uh, but that doesn't happen. It tends to be catch up on movies or shows type of thing. Just nice, relaxing time to do nothing. Because I've already mentally checked out at work. Um, just the countdown happens as soon as I start buying presents. It's like, all right, nothing else matters the rest of this month. <laughs> just keep going. Nice of you to record that on for public consumption. <laughs> yeah, listen, I never tell my coworkers about this. And also, they'll understand. <laughs> I, I'm a relatable person. Mm. you know, Not those untouchable people up in management. That I'm also am. <laughs> yeah. And you, James, I guess we'll have to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> Me? <laughs> like any good like any good person asking questions, I haven't been listening and just thinking about how I'm gonna answer. 
When's it my turn? I think. No, um, you know, I I am noted ar- uh, arborious. Uh, I I like to kill an innocent tree and decorate its corpse of, upon my house every year. Um, I travel two and a half hours away to go to the familial uh, cutting uh, killing grounds, as it were. <laughs> Where it's the only place. It's the only wrong. place. <laughs> That's right. And then the, the trees have thirty seconds to. <laughs> <laughs> to, to That's right. Struck down. Yeah. You go on a nice hike. You cut down a tree, and then you kind of just uh, you have hot. You have some cider and some disappointing cookies, all for how the low, you, low price. How do you hmm? bring the tree back? Huh? Uh, well, some years I attach it to the top of the car. Other years, um, and I and I roll it up like a dead body in a tarp so it doesn't dry out. Mm. And it looks like a dead body. Um, other years, my brother uh, rents a minivan, and he also, making the same two and a half hour trip, uh, we just throw it in the back of the minivan. But like after you cut down the tree, yeah, do you have to like carry it? Yeah, Ugh. yeah. That's that's why you try to that's why you try to find trees that are close to the bailing stations. <laughs> that's fair. Oh my god, this sounds there, like there, so much work. There, there have been years where it's like I've cut the tree at the bottom of the valley, so I have to drag it up to the top. And I'm like, this was a mistake. Oh, my God. But I bet, your, I bet your place smells great. Oh, it does. I and have tried beautiful. every candle at Yankee Candles <laughs> trying to recreate the magic of a live tree. And um, Well, it's not it really a live tree, Andy. It's a slowly it's decomposing tree. Yeah, my personal thing to have a Christmas scent in the air mm. is to use uh, citrus shavings mm. uh, and uh, cinnamon and just boil it in water. And it Ooh, tends that to sounds nice. It tends to make the area smell a little bit more festive. I think you did that once, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty nice, and that's a nice little cheap solution, depending on your local cinnamon prices. <laughs> yeah, cinnamon <laughs> sticks aren't cheap. Cinnamon sticks are expensive. I once was going to make apple cider and whiskey, and I was like, oh, this will be nice to put cinnamon sticks in it. Mm-hmm. And then I had to buy the powder because <laughs> like for like three sticks, it's like eight dollars. How do people afford sticks? I don't know. I don't know. Putting a stick in each glass for each guest. No, I can't do that. <laughs> That's too much. You know what, though? I was thinking this week, uh-huh. as I was putting up my decorations, I'm literally the only person that uses colored lights. Does anybody um, else use multicolored lights? I, I would like to use multicolored lights. Oh, my God, James. As we've discussed, there were reasons why I got white lights. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, there, there, were, there, there were relationship compromises made. Oh, okay. and, I, and I believe that to be... Uh, to be no longer relevant you're an adult yeah, throw it right out give it to somebody I, else and then you get yourself I have, some nice i have 12 ones. strands of led white i'm not gonna throw them out yes, i'm not saying throw them out donate them to some uh, some poor fool who is colorblind and doesn't care yeah. I did. I did have the thought this year that maybe what I'll do is I'll turn the white lights into outdoor decoration lights, and next year I'll buy multicolor lights. There you go. That's a good compromise. Rotate slowly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, it has to. Again, there's no slow rotation. I light up my tree like it's the face of the sun. (laughs) When it was incandescent, there was a there was a there was a warmth that came off the tree. Oh, you would use the old school bulbs? Well, again, old Andy, I'm old. That's true. <laughs> so there was a period of time when that was the option. Oh, unless you wanted say, to pay like $50 a strand. I was like, did you did you use them in present day? Because no, I tried God, doing no. that last year. And um, I'd like hang them up on the walls like a college student. And, and it like melted um, your, uh, the painting on your wall? No, unfortunately, they were just too heavy. It was a different time. Were they like um, the big bulbs? Yeah. Oh, I like the really big bulbs. Uh, That's my yikes. favorite type of light is like the violent, warm, large, big bulbs. Interesting. Charles, where do you stand on bulb size? 
depends on the location. Power. Uh, <laughs> for outdoor decoration, they should be bigger. Um, I, um, however, I do still like the icicle type of lights for outdoors um, because I think they're natural extensions where water will freeze over on them and make them real icicles that glow, which is nice. Um, but I've then, never like, seen that happen. Ah, oh, well, that's it. Depends on where you live, I guess. Uh, but uh, I'd say, um, was it for indoors uh, on a tree? Um, second place goes to nets with uh, slightly I, bigger bulbs. I'm disgusted with you, but yeah. continue. Well, so here, so here's why. When I was a kid, I had this great memory that I hated. Um, rearranging lights on a tree because I would just slowly mm-hmm. walk around and wrap it, yeah. realize that one section isn't properly covered, and then redo it over and over again. Oh, what do you? What do you, you don't redo it. You just plug in another strand and start again from the middle. Uh, maybe some rich people with multiple strands can multiple do. Strands. But guess what? One net. Do you have like one <laughs> two thousand strand? What are you doing? That's it. I don't remember. I was a kid. <laughs> but guess what? Right. Nets got introduced, and I was like, one net already evenly distributed. And then you can. But could every light's perfectly spaced detail. apart. It doesn't look natural. What are you talking about? Order is the only right thing. <laughs> Symmetry is beautiful and perfect. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> oh no chaos the glistening chaos i of also i mix <laughs> I, well, no well here's well. the thing well here's the thing i mix this is this is how i tricked her i mixed warm white and cool white so you get like a twinkling effect oh. all i see is sterile oldness shining <laughs> through. You can't also see. the whitest conversation in the world <laughs> yeah with the Two white, cis white males and then the one brown person that immigrated. <laughs> Wait, did you say you like white lights or multicolored? I like. And you got to talk into oh, the mic. <laughs> well, I'm just saying this is the first time I've talked with people this year that like multicolored lights. I was right. asking everyone else, and like I'm looking outside my window, and as I walk around, everyone has all these white lights. It's been on my mind. It's been it's been heavy. I I mean, I think white lights um, go into like a minimalist kind of Apple store like uh, feeling that that is popular these days where multicolor is kind of more throwback. Yeah. So us, us with Home Alone know to use as many colored lights as possible. Mm-hmm. And that way you could use it to properly catch the thieves that come in yearly. <laughs> <laughs> And create to make your house into a saw trap. Yeah, but I. But honestly, though, I do think those colored lights preferences are a rotation. I I witnessed my family go through it sometimes. We we would lose the colored lights and go into all blue, oh. or all silver, or all yellow lighting. So it's like uh, I think it's just a family rotation thing. Sure. And yeah. good. Yeah, but I'm I'm still I do prefer multicolored lights. Yeah. Now, Andy, have you seen the uh, the Wi-Fi lights? What? Oh, hold on. We're going to bring this up. What is, are they like Philips Hue, just Wi-Fi lights? I have my lights hooked up to a Wi-Fi plug now. No, that's I have weird. that too. Yeah, those are really no, these. Nice. These are called twinkly lights. I'm what is this? Hold on. Let me find. For the listeners at home. This looks, oh wait. You know, the whole sell of this is that it does things in <laughs> motion, and yet for somehow it can't be bothered to show me one fucking gif. <laughs> <laughs> it's like adding RGB to a tree. Yeah, it, that's actually the, that is the best way to describe it. It's, I can sync it with my PC. Yeah, my Logitech yeah. gamer mouse. Well, what happens is you get the app, and you you so you light your tree with it, <laughs> and then you take your phone takes a picture of it and senses where all the uh, all the lights are, and then it becomes like an RGB tree where you can do strobing effects. This is wild music. It's like 
two hundred dollars. <laughs> there, oh. there, there. See how that's going? That like right wow. there. Wow. The yeah. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine how expensive it would be to do a full tree. It's popular on TikTok. Oh, of course. But only children are on TikTok. No, actually, how do I saw children some... afford this? Oh, here we go. This is the how it works section. Has it? <laughs> what we're seeing now is a woman just running her finger across a screen on her phone and is changing the colors of the lights in response. Hmm. I mean, to be fair, that's some Christmas magic. I can see that being magical for like children. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be very cool. Um, as an aging 30 year old, um, I don't care. I was thinking about buying these this year. <laughs> <laughs> then, would, then you get your compromise. Yeah, White lights. Then ha- and yeah, then but I would have to spend five hundred dollars on lights. Okay, yeah, no. <laughs> That's never stopped you before. Don't don't let don't act like it actually is one. Just, yeah, I know, but there's also like a twenty dollar <laughs> TV that I'm waiting on, so Coward. Yeah, you're waiting on a TV. You could use these lights now. So that that LG OLED TV, when those Super Bowl sales come, oh boy, I'm going to pounce on them. Yeah, that gives you enough time to buy lights right now. $500 is a lot of money. That's a lot of money for a tree. For something I use for four to five weeks out of yeah, the year. That's, that's quite an investment. Although we yeah. won't talk about how much I spent on those Parasite Eve dolls. <laughs> Not that much. Whoa, 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 whoa. You guys are only thinking of the application for Christmas. But as you see from the video and viewers or listeners, uh, that also is like dot com if you really want to look into room. it. Put it, uh, decorate oh, your that's area. Totally a I, I do like this thing that I've seen in a lot of places where you take the LED strip and you attach like cotton balls and shit to it and it makes the kind of experience of like clouds with lightning i do think that's cool that is pretty cool and yeah i think you could um repurpose those for your elite gaming setup you could Eh. put it on your desk you could put it you could line your walls with them maybe maybe in a different apartment because right now my my elite gaming setup room is my office slash dining room (laughs) slash (laughs) uh study um you know, when, when, when I have a dedicated uh, gamer streaming space, maybe. But for right mm-hmm. now, no. This is a mixed-use room. You know what? That's fair. Yeah. One day, buy those lights. Actually, don't buy those lights. Save that money up for your TV. <laughs> well, you know what's not fair? Ooh, what is not? That you guys fucking crushed me in the game. <laughs> <laughs> We're clairvoyant. I think that's the yeah. word. Uh, so yeah, so we're not going to go through the entire thing. We'll talk about a little couple pieces of the game awards, but just to, to say who won the, uh, the uh, predictions category, uh, I had a solid and we're not counting ones where we all guess the same thing. So this is only in categories where we had differing opinions and who was right and wrong in those opinions. So I had two correct decisions, Charles and Andy tied with six wow did any of us get like a wild card that would give us a lead well here's the thing and i was gonna bring this up to you my wild card was that there would be a new knights of the old republic trailer there was the star wars eclipse trailer which was the quantum dream quantic Mm. dream uh star wars game that we talked about a few months ago got announced as star wars eclipse was just that was announced before yeah that was during the game it was there was a trailer during oh, the game. Oh, that games. left my brain. I Here I thought was like, what a cool reveal. Maybe this is on the level of Elden Ring. <laughs> this is I mean, what Keely was talking I, about. I mean, it was. It I was thought cool. that was real. I think Quantic Dream would do a really wonderful job with that. Um, I know well, we hate on David Cage. Maybe not we as people, but um, the internet does. Also, I think I like there was a lot of... Uh, a very appropriate judgment too of single uh keely came out at the begin saying you know we don't stand by harassment in the video game industry you know vaguely referencing activision blizzard's issues and then after that I was like and now here's a gameplay trailer from quantic dream yeah. <laughs> aren't they being sued 
Uh, they I think have like David lot. Page like cried on testimonial stand or whatever about how they didn't there's, do it. There's some ongoing litigation in the French courts, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. Did they do it? Did they not? Who knows? But they're definitely being. I mean, Ubisoft too. I don't know if Ubisoft had anything here though. No, Ubisoft did Riot have anything here? They had an ad. I don't think they announced that. Who else hates women? <laughs> Gamers, Andy. Everyone. Uh, <laughs> I, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, the Star Wars Eclipse. Uh, it's you know traditional Quantic Dream game. Detroit. Uh, heavy rain. We discussed all these when we talked about it. Um, and it's set during the High Republic time, which is two hundred years before the prequels. What is what is what does that mean? What happened in Star Wars? Why do we care about High Republic? Wait, so there's the Old Republic? No, the the Old Republic is ten thousand years before the uh, the the Star Wars prequels. The High Republic timeline is two hundred years before the Star Wars prequels. Then what timeline is the prequels? What is that? That is well, the prequels is basically the prequel. It's the founding of the empire, and it's it's considered the main timeline. I don't know what they call it. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think to explain Star Wars continuity, which I'm not an expert on, but my understanding is there was a time when the government was just the government, and it's good and bad, and then the (laughs) empire takes over during the prequels, and it's just a bad government instead. So there was a time when the government was like, okay, whatever. And then there's empire times, which is when like the original trilogy happens is, you know, is after the empire is taken over and does everything. So this say, so when you say eclipse and it's 200 years before the prequels, Mm -hmm. it's just 200 years before it's definitely a bad government. You can, you can see the cracks, right? You know, um, it the trailer also showed like a lot of familiar sites. Uh, if you are a Star Wars nor- ah, nerd, the Trade Federation ships from the illegal blockade of Naku- Naboo, as seen in the Phantom Menace. Um, Dude, I I, <laughs> I love that I had to read a Reddit post with somebody's thesis explaining why the politics was important to prequels and how it 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 turns up uh, and bubbles into actual action events uh during the movies themselves and i was like yeah they shouldn't have done it that way (laughs) that story is really rough to follow but um the one thing i will say about the the before empire times Mm. is it's more common for jedi to exist as well as sith to exist Mm. like you know in the movies they used to be like jedis don't exist in the before times, they're like, I don't think I do there this? are <laughs> as many Sith in the High Republic days. No. Um, in the Old Republic, definitely. Um, in the High Republic, I think they're still pr- they're pretty rare. Yeah, it's like, um, for instance, it's like when we used to say, "There's not that many racists," <laughs> and then after a couple years ago, there's a lot of racists. Like, we just they were there all along. Yeah. Trump to bring him out. I, Trump in Star Wars. Does Star Wars have a Trump? Is Anakin Skywalker a Trump? Is that Thrawn? Would that be Thrawn? No, Thrawn was too smart. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't think of like a personality cult leader. Yeah, in Star who brought Wars. out all the racists? Who brought out all the Sith? I don't know. Well, I mean, again. I don't want to defend Star Wars lore. Don't put me in this position. <laughs> Listen, I I still thought, granted, I have not watched it as an adult. I still think Phantom Menace was good. You know, yeah. I was looking at one of my old video game magazines and they have like a metric, right, to show what's good and bad. And like five is the best. And they write a description of what the best means. And they put the five, the best, their description was almost as good as phantom menace <laughs> and i was like wow we used to love this movie when it came granted game magazines were just basically for children then but um they loved phantom menace when it came out 
They did. So I'm still cool to like it. Everybody else hates it, but I'm still cool. Well, you know what else is cool to like? Warhammer 40K. Oh, yeah. Good (laughs) stuff there. Yeah. Just saying. uh, They announced uh, Space Marine 2, uh, made by Saber Interactive. Uh, It's a third-person action slash kind of game, looked like, set in the Warhammer 40K universe, which, you know, grimdark. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's a great time because that first Space Marine game... Listeners, if you're not into 40K, let me tell you something. People who love 40K and and love video games have been wishing for a good Venn diagram uh, cross, like overlap, because they are like people in the desert looking for water. (laughs) They they see a cactus, they will devour it just for prickles and all, just for some reasonable good gameplay in a 40K game. And Space Marines was that. 14 13 years ago and now there's a space marines 2 and here's the thing it wasn't like a a 10.0 game 10 out of 10 not as good as phantom menace no (laughs) those are different media not even star wars pod racer (laughs) the game Uh, but it was like an 8 7.5 out of 10 game you're like you know what this doesn't offend me and now they make a second one. Like, oh, thank God. <laughs> this will at least be a 7.5 game for 40K fans. Because in the first game, you're a space marine fighting orcs. And you fucking kill those orcs. In this one, you fight tyranids, which are like bugs. <laughs> and then you kill those fucking bugs. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I never played the game. I won't assume. Mm-hmm. But I think you kill these fucking bugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, that's nice. I'm glad. I always hear about the 40K universe. I played Dark Heresy for a bit, um, the tabletop RPG, and that was such a delight. Uh, I hope for the best for this. Space Marines. Isn't isn't there another game with space? Oh, Colonial Marines. That's what I'm mm-hmm. thinking of. There's also mm-hmm. a million Warhammer games. Just none oh, of them well, are quite good. Big universe. <laughs> um, also, Remedy announced. It's Remedy, right? Yeah, yeah, Remedy uh, announced uh, Alan Wake 2, the series they just won't let die. <laughs> they fucking love Alan Wake 2. <laughs> they love Alan Wake as a property. Like, they shoehorn that into control so hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. I played through that DLC a bit with Alan Wake, and I have no experience with Alan Wake, so I immediately dropped <laughs> that part of the DLC. Also, I just didn't also care. is it me, or does he look like Jared Leto? He looks exactly like Jared Leto. Okay. I thought the exact same thing, and I was like, oh, so this is what he's doing? Was Jared Leto ever good? Again, as we discussed last time, 30 seconds to Mars. I, uh, I just remember really liking him in Requiem, but <laughs> was that good? No, Requiem was good. Uh, they also announced, uh, they also had a gameplay reveal trailer for Senua Saga Hellblade 2 that looked um, really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm team, team Ninja knows what it. they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really worried about it though. Oh, because it, from the perspective of the first game, it really did feel like Senwa's journey was done. Mm. And I'm always worried about like if a story arc is done, how well do you do a sequel? Yeah. Like, can you introduce another problem that's so compelling? And like with this one, they reveal a giant human coming out and fighting. Which is like cool and all, but they did do that in the first game as the final boss, which was also last. But last time she was on an isolating mission by herself and this time she's surrounded by people. Right. But the other problem was in the first game, the entire premise is she's dealing with her own mental illness. and And this is like her own battle with mental illness that something like this happens and you see another giant person. And it's not about her mental illness anymore (laughs) because other people are there and also experiencing it. So like, what does that mean? You know, I mean, it can, it also, it can be about her mental illness and magic. Yeah. But like, it wasn't even that in the first game. So again, this is why I'm saying it's kind of, 
it's hard to do and they could do it well there's there's a path somewhere they can do it i just think it's going to be difficult because the Mm -hmm. journey in the first game is so personal that they would have to do something so wildly divergent from the first one to have it make sense or risk diluting the first game's meaning so doing this i'm like ooh, boy i hope they explain that because i'm worried about it <laughs> uh also they uh they announced the last dlc for cuphead will be coming out in june cuphead the delicious last course and it's mm. dlc island uh-huh. um uh they also announced two telltale series oh. one uh, one based on the expanse and one based on star trek so they're really kind of just digging both the sci-fi epic sides there what's the um, expanse the expanse is an amazon sci-fi series oh and then which, by all accounts is pretty good um they also showed the next the uh another trailer for sonic frontiers wasn't this on we, our list no was not okay because i feel like i remember i yeah i thought there was something about this one just being breath of the wild and it looks identical to breath of the wild we talked about that and yeah it does it does very much look like uh sonic's breath of the wild where sonic in an open world oh there he is on a cliff just like link <laughs> just right. looking out at the expanse look at and this muted t- color palette with a focus it, on green i was gonna say you can definitely tell it's running on a switch at it's brisk 22 frames per second <laughs> i hope it's good would i like this more than breath of the wild <gasps> hmm i never finished breath of the wild i don't know if i ever it, will uh they also showed the trailer for sonic 2 the next sonic movie sonic 2 um, and it's starring Tails and uh, Knuckles. Mm-hmm. Get ready for the This is the Way jokes to be coming back. Oh, no. Yep. You know, uh, I found that meme forward. really funny. And yeah, you shouldn't. I shouldn't. <laughs> I shouldn't, but it was really funny. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I shouldn't. Next, we got to look at Rock's, uh, Rocksteady's Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League gameplay trailer. And I'm curious what you guys thought about this, because seeing it made me want to play this game even less. <laughs> um, Here's my thing. I wasn't interested in playing it from the beginning. I, I mean, like, I like Rocksteady. I, as do I. And, I I'm, and I'm willing to give them a chance. And I like the premise of the story. Like, I always love when Justice League becomes evil because it's always just a, the solution is, hey, what's Batman's files on beating the Justice League? And then you just do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, I'm willing to bet, like, money that this that's part of what Suicide Squad is going to, they're going to go, oh, we got into the Batcave. We access his files. And it says to kill the Justice League like this. <laughs> I feel like that's just always the solution. But anyways, like... So I, I like that uh, Injustice series and all that stuff, too. But um, I just don't care about the characters. I don't care about the Suicide Squad as a group, even if the movies are fun. But you know what? They're not family. So. Just, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that movie was so bad. Oh, I didn't well, see the, 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 one, the new one or the old one? The old one. Yeah, the old one was bad. Like, was pretty good. Yeah, where they just realized they're family. Oh, God. But uh, the new one I wanted to see because I like Tim Gunn. It's on HBO Max. It's not Tim Gunn. Tim it's Gunn's the, the guy from Gunn. Uh, James Gunn. His last name it. is Gunn. Yes, it is. You're Christ. But Tim Gunn is a different famous person. <laughs> it's a fashion thing. I can't remember yeah. his name. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The ga- it's just the gameplay of this looked very generic. Um, I kind of feel about how I kind of feel about this, how I felt about Guardians of the Galaxy, which is like if someone tells me this is good, I'll play it. But I don't really want it. Like nothing is striking me as really wanting to play this. Well, again, it's off brand characters. Not that Suicide Squad was that, you know, pronounced. Mm-hmm. But well, wait a second. What has Rocksteady done? This study done since Batman? Nothing. No. This is they the long working on this the whole time. Yep. No, Seth that's Arkham a lie. Knight. Let's see, Rocksteady. What have they been up to? Because they. Yep. 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 
Uh, games developed. Uh, Urban Chaos, 2006. Arkham Asylum, 2009. Arkham City, 2011. Arkham Knight, 2015. Arkham VR, 2016. Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, 2022. Oh, no! Did they get bought out or something? Or did they dissolve? I just can't know. be this culmination. Maybe they were like doing fill-in work or something. I don't know. I just thought they had such a pedigree that they would have done something else. And well, WB they... Games did have kind of a weird period there. Oh, that's first. true. Yeah. That's true. Well, oh, well. Hopefully it's good. Remember, nobody really liked Arkham Knight either. So That was the third one? Yeah. What a different studio did that one. I'm guessing. No, not. that's... Uh... Oh, Origins. Yeah. Yes, that's Arkham That was Origins. the in-betweener. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, where they just used Arkham City's map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh well. well, maybe it is good. I didn't think Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be good. Yeah. And then it was. Yeah, it was. It was actually very good. The story, I, I think the story for Guardians of the Galaxy really carried it, mm-hmm. which made me why, why I wanted to play it. I, mm, I'm i going to need to see some story. <laughs> right now, Captain Boomerang is really annoying, and I don't. <laughs> this just, it literally looks like a game that no one wants. So, I don't, I wouldn't say that. There's probably somebody who wants it, but. My, you don't know who that is. My yeah. view is the only one. All right. If I don't want it, who could possibly want it? Okay, that guy was biting off that other person's head. Remember Manhunt? Do you remember That's that like, game? Yeah, the Rockstar made that. And that was yeah. King Shark. Um, <laughs> Still banned. I remember wanting to play it when I was. Why is this in? Why is this in Farsi? <laughs> the fuck? I don't know. What are we watching? What has the algorithm clicked, gifted us? I clicked the link for the Elden Ring story trailer, but it's like. <laughs> Farsi for some reason. Is this Elden Ring still? <laughs> yes, it's the Elden. Yeah, they they also premiered an Elden Ring story trailer, which you know, kind of told us what we should know. Mm. Story's gonna be weird. Bandai Namco's back. <laughs> yeah, and then I don't know. I uh, we got um, and just in general about the game awards. I feel like we actually did get a lot of stuff wrong. Um, oh, there's been we, there were upsets. Boy, they were upsets. Those, yeah fucking but we did get it right that it takes two game of the year which was apparently considered an upset which is shocking to me well, to who did you see those other ones <laughs> yeah, <no>. and <laughs> then and then uh the thing we joked about which is best family game it yeah. can't be it takes two that's about a divorce <laughs> and yeah. what did it win best family game. <laughs> yeah and boy those they're not subtle about those adult themes they yeah, are they not. not, and they were like, "Okay, family game." I was like, "Come on, Jeff." They must not have played it. <laughs> they had to have not played it. Like, yeah, it's presented cutesy. I don't want. I would not want my child that is able to comprehend games dealing with that. And so, <laughs> to learn happened. about a marriage falling apart, yeah, <laughs> and all the negative energy of just like, two people are tired of each other. <laughs> yeah. Like. The, that, that's why daddy do you, you feel about that do you feel that way about mommy was like, <laughs> yeah exactly keep playing the game please keep playing the game <laughs> just, keep, just keep playing and also boy because uh the, it deserves game of the year it's writing is very good all that yeah. those subtle jabs against each other are so true and spot on when you're fed up with the person you're with <laughs> just oh <laughs> god Family game of the year. Didn't you say you'd do that? No, you didn't. Now look at it. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> now we have to deal with this. Well, you know what? You never did this. Before. I was like, oh, oh, Re- flashbacks in real life. Just oh. let's steer away from this before Charles has a breakdown. Uh, also <laughs> announced that uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake slash Integrate will be coming to PC exclusive to the Epic Game Store and a price tag of $70, which you know, let's just put it out right there. What a recipe to make gamers mad. <laughs> and this got me mad this week. Is this your not, rant? <laughs> this is, the, yes, I was really mad because, I mean, yes, I'm a simp for Final Fantasy VII, but Square gets to charge what they want to charge. 
And I don't think $70 is unreasonable for a port just releasing that includes the additional DLC. I literally, because I was reading comments of people's reaction, and they were like, bad take, bad take, $70? That's insane. How can you even dare charge that much? You have to pay what they ask. I don't get it. I literally don't see how that's unreasonable. Andy, Andy, uh, I agree with you, but also... I do, my favorite thing when people defend uh, companies is to say, how does the boot taste? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not defending Square, I guess, in general. This has just been an upset for me recently anyways, is that the prices of things are going are going up, obviously, oh, for yeah, very dis- different reasons. And, <laughs> you know, it's more inflation is crushing us. Yeah. Exactly. And it's more important than ever for us to support the things local to us. Right. Instead of, you know, Amazon and the companies that don't need it. But that means things cost more, which means we have to buy less and we have to be more purposeful with our money. Like, I'm not. Nobody wants to hear that. What's that? (laughs) Nobody wants to hear that. No, no. Like, but if something costs more, it just means you need to decide, do I want this thing or that thing? Now, obviously, when that can lead to much more difficult decisions, especially as groceries are going up, right? People are making a lot harder choices, but I don't feel like the that McDonald's increased their prices is an injustice, right? Or these these luxury items like a video game is increasing its price. That's not it's not a bad thing. Then just well, don't buy it or well, save you up be, if you have the ability. I, I will say, do be careful with that logic, Andy, because <laughs> when you have CEOs making a hundred times the lowest play worker at the company is, it is kind of silly sometimes to be like, yeah, they're fair to raise their prices when it's like, yeah, but you're literally spending millions of dollars. No, you're, you know what? That is an absolutely valid contrast to exactly what I'm saying. I think I'm getting more frustrated at, especially as oh, I try oh, yeah. to be more intentional about my money and realizing yeah. things cost more. And meaning, obviously, I have to buy less. I see someone get upset that something's 70 instead of 60. And it's like, this isn't some greater crime against you, right? Either make the intention to save up some more or buy less or something. But I don't see it as a bad thing. Things cost money. Uh, yeah. The um, Also, the fact that people still hate when things are exclusive to the Epic Game Store. Um the uh, seventy dollars price tag has been removed from the Epic Game Store page, by the way, after after uh, the backlash. So they're trying to get out of the news cycle for a little bit. Yeah, I, I and my personal thing on this is it's always weird when we talk about prices and what things should cost. Like you know, like there's always that thought where people say like that's a forty dollar game rather than a sixty dollar game. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a $50 game over 70 or whatever else. I know how you think on it. And like, I know people's initial reaction is if it's released later, it should just inherently be cheaper, cheaper. Yeah. Which, uh, is, has never been consistent in games ever. Mm-hmm. Like Nintendo never raises or never lowers their price. Mm-hmm. Like all of their games, every time you buy it or have to do with something, it's always the full price. Same with Square. Square on mobile, when you buy Final Fantasy or any other game, they're 15 to $20. And they haven't changed that. They still cost that much because people buy it anyways. And like, um, so when people get mad about it, I'm like, are you surprised at all? Because they've never shown that type of, like, for their full games, they rarely put like that type of deal on a release. Like their games can go on sale though, which is reasonable. But like, this is not a re-release on the same system. This is we're we're releasing it onto PC for the first time. We're also including the DLC for it, and I'm going, yeah, okay. And it won't be held back by that previous gen. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Turn all those sliders up, baby. Yeah. So I, you know, so for me, at least for the price of this, I'm not surprised and i'm not necessarily offended i i this just seems like what they always do anyways i'm like i get it like it's it's convenient to be angry when it's a general expectation 
but because I I don't think they've ever set an expectation to be cheaper, they it should not nearly be as fervent. That reminds as me, it, it launches tomorrow. Let me see what it says on the Epic Game Store right now. Oh, I have to update it. All right. Did well, they I'll lower their price? I don't know. We'll find out in a second. <sighs> well, now I'm feeling bad now that I just defended a CEO making millions. Yep, you did, Andy. Well, I'm defending more to shop local. <laughs> Okay, right. I think I'm just taking it out on people being babies about spending seventy dollars on a game. Well, I think I think it's it's pretty safe to say seventy dollar games are going to happen one way or the other. Yes, you'll see it a lot of times too, where it's like you know you can get our basic ass edition for sixty dollars, but you know for ten dollars more we'll give you all these extra mm-hmm. little things, and it's like a lot of times it's like yeah those are nice. Um, right. so. Games are a luxury, like they cost they money. Are. If you want it, wait and not buy something else or save up more. I don't. I don't understand. That's that's an old man opinion, Andy. And it I won't is, but it it's this. like I. I don't like unless you're in college. <laughs> then you have no money. <laughs> but well, that's not true. Too. Not just college. Fantasy There's a lot seven. of people now. I'm there is old. no. There is currently no price listed on it. It comes out tomorrow, so we'll have to see what happens with that. Um, well, Andy, you know that's this is this is an interesting segue for us because so you're upset about people making money <laughs> to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. You know who wants to make money? Who? Ubisoft, oh, and they want to make it via NFTs. Oh yeah, <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> it has to be money laundering, like I. I realize I'm a boomer about NFTs, but they really do not make sense. NFTs make no sense. There's no reasons they should go for tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars. Why does a Bitcoin go for $60,000, Andy? I mean, there's an idea there, right, about like, I don't know. There's there's a type of like independence to the currency, right? So it can exist outside the control of government. And allow it to be more freely traded and especially in companies that like or countries that have a corrupt government and inflation all over the place. It it can help a little bit, (laughs) but um, also there's the problems of it, of mining and the resources that it takes, blah, 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 blah. When it comes to NFTs, nothing, literally no value except to hide all your drug money. I, I literally no. it's it's the equivalent of. What's the mattress store for drug dealers? What oh. is it called? <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, that is a, that is a, there is an idea to, um, I've heard it parroted several times, which is I sell an NFT to myself for $70,000, right? Mm-hmm. There, thereby setting the price of it at $70,000. And then I let it dip 20%. And now it's now it's suddenly like fifty thousand dollars or something like that, and someone buys it at that discount. Whereas I have actually lost zero dollars because I never paid myself seventy thousand dollars for yeah. this NFT. And now it is, and now I have gained fifty thousand. It's all messed up, and of course yes. Ubisoft wants in on it. I mean, <laughs> everyone wants in on it. Late to the game, right? I, I was invited to get a Spider-Man No Way Home NFT with my tickets. How much does that NFT? Can we look that up right now? What the Spider-Man NFT? Yeah. I don't think it comes out yet. Oh, it didn't come out yet. Okay. I get entered into a raffle to be able to get the NFT. I believe. Well, but part of the reason of NFTs is to support you know independent creators and stuff, right? No, like, and Andy, no, no, it isn't oh. in no fucking way. I've seen so many people who have had their art stolen and put up on NFTs. Oh. <laughs> And when they go, hey, this is actually my art, the NFT sites are like, go fuck yourself. Oh, I mean, yeah, when it's just a JPEG, like, and that's not an oversimplification. It's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, to bring it back to the story, Ubisoft said that you will be able to earn NFTs in the Ghost Recon via Ubisoft Quartz, which is their NFT marketplace, and basically selling helmets with little numbers on them. You earn them via 
I don't know. I didn't pay that much attention to it because I was so annoyed by it. Uh, it, ex- it attracted an extraordinary 31,000 dislikes over just 1,000 likes. <laughs> um, they have since delisted that video. But I think this is kind of a thing where we are going to see NFTs appear in places we don't want them to, much like Spider-Way No Way Home, like I was just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest with you. It's kind of weird to me the uh, how f- prolific NFTs have gotten. More because I consider myself fairly in the know for technology and uh, rising fads within technology. And while I understand that NFTs were brought up, you know, a while ago, I'm surprised. I guess I'm surprised in two different ways. One about how much the counterculture is on NFTs. Like there's a lot of joking about like NFT bros or crypto bros and all this stuff. And two, that there actually, it actually exists because on my day to day, even when going through the internet and just clicking on random things and news articles, I don't run into NFTs. I don't hear about NFTs. I only hear it when people are joking about NFTs and I go, if that's the only time I hear about it, like how <laughs> is it really such a big movement or is it just a thing that we're we took a joke and everyone just knows the joke, but doesn't really. Oh, know no, no, no. It's, uh, it's a real thing. Charles. Well, that's again, I said that already. I know it's a real thing and I know that money is actually being transferred, but it's so funny how I don't actually run into it at all. Like, I don't know about like normal NFT um, transactions. I only hear about the big ones, right? When someone says, we sold it for thousands. And you go, like, whatever. Like, it's just so strange how something that could be so, um, that like, suddenly it's it's something as, I treat NFTs just like I treat stocks, just like how I treat crypto. crypto. It, because of it's mostly, like, uh, rooted in speculation, it's whatever. It's, it's whatever the price people want to pay, which is, again... Sure, the, you deal with it, and you know when it gets too crazy, we should call for regulation, which we should be calling regulation for right now. But um, it's just I, I, to like be able to just completely dodge. I've never heard anybody come up to me and be like, "Hey, let me tell you about NFTs. <laughs> let me tell you about crypto." Like I don't hear about it. I I have heard, I have seen people um, try to parrot it. And it only upsets me. In let's actually let's let's re- enrages me. Um, uh, I I did in researching NFTs recently found perhaps the best explanation of blockchain um, functionality that I've ever read, which is that the blockchain is a very expensive way to hate the government. <laughs> um, which basically means uh, the blockchain is a way. So that you can save things to the cloud, but you don't have to trust someone to hold that, right? It's that it's the ultimate in that libertarian idea of that I can trust no one and I have to rely on only myself. So thereby distributing all of it via the blockchain, no one has everything and therefore nobody has my things except what I can prove I have. So it's it's just kind of silly when you think about it because I, I've also seen some uh, – I've seen some math done too about it essentially going, it's like, you know, to achieve what the blockchain does, you can do with on a, on a laptop, a very shitty laptop with um, an SQL server <laughs> doing yeah, the I, same goddamn thing. Like yeah, it's all the blockchain no, but, is doing is just removing the trust of having one person manage it. Yeah. Well, the, but again, I still find the, the, you know, the original idea NFTs is still very silly because, like we talked about earlier, it's so easy to steal from artists and claim it as a, you know, and make it yeah. to NFT that it's almost meaningless in terms of wanting to say ownership of something, which I feel was the original intent and is now gone. Uh, the creator. Oh, no, this is, so I mean, a, like a Oppenheimer level. <laughs> I have made a grave mistake for civilization. I wanted to create perpetual energy and got destruction all around me <laughs> I, I i think you're giving the people who create nfts too much credit because i i remember the very initial discussions because it came up in a lot of artist circles that i frequent 
of people being like, watch out for this. This is coming and it's going to be a piece of shit. And um, <laughs> a lot of it was just kind of like, this is a way for you to monetize your art. And it's like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. So mm. it, I, NFTs are just it. I think it was made because some people have trouble grasping the concept of a Bitcoin or a cryptocurrency because it's imaginary. But the second you can ascribe a physical piece to it, like art or a digital image, then it suddenly has value and makes sense to people. So it's it's really just cryptocurrency plus marketing. Stunned silence falls over the crowd. <laughs> I was going to say that makes more sense to me. Like, I, yeah, maybe to explain to the old people, like give them a picture to look at. And I was like, see, this makes sense. Now, obviously, yeah, you're buying you're, uh, you're buying this image and you own the rights to it instead of, yeah, you just in, in this fucking blockchain. It says you own this many Bitcoins. Like, how do I prove that? It's like, don't worry about that. <laughs> well, I not going to lie. I. This is me too high up on the tower where I look down and then I go, it's not hard to understand. I don't care that that's your explanation. Because <laughs> again, the whole point is you ownership is based on the majority of people that recognize your ownership. If if you just say you own this and everyone goes, no, you don't. <laughs> if like NFT legitimacy, is, if people just go, that's stupid, then it's not going to work. It doesn't work that way. Like if the culture doesn't grab it. As much as NFT people are really trying to make sure they legitimize it. But uh, by the way, I really want to now I really want to get this as an NFT <laughs> um, for audio podcast listeners. I'm displaying I'm displaying the famous image of I made this. You made this. And then he takes it and holds it. I made this. <laughs> and that's what it is. God, I want the NFT of this. <laughs> that would be perfect. Hold on. Hold on. Well, I'm sure I can find this out. I made this <laughs> NFT. No, it will take more time than we have to find it. <laughs> well, we'll see. But now, Maybe. That's, but that's my job now to buy this. Yes. To prove how stupid it is. Oh, Christ. Uh, Charles, you had a rant you wanted to go on. Do you still want to do that? Or are you good? Eh, it was more of an intro rant type of thing, but I could go back over it. I was uh, right, I was another time with the youth a little while ago, yeah. and uh, giving them direction on something, and they were okay. like, "Do you think that works?" I was like, "Yeah, if we do it that way, it should be easier." They're like, "Cool, it's a lot, you know, it's gonna be a lot faster for me." And then I responded with, "Woot!" <laughs> oh, and and that just oh. came it came unbidden from from my mouth. And here's the issue. They don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> and that it's it's an older internet thing to say, Woot. I'm trying to remember what the etymology of Woot is because I don't remember anymore. Yeah. And that's the thing. This person graduated college earlier this year. That's probably no longer in the in the, the internet vernacular. I used to say Woot. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's Woot as in like whoop or like, you know, whatever, and then it uses two zeros. Yeah, it's for the O's. Yeah, that's okay. So there's not really like a hard etymology for it. Yeah. But it so, is, the, is the earliest, it is one of the earliest leak speak terms. And that was not, they, they don't, didn't get it. And I was like, I, I didn't expect you to. I'm embarrassed for bringing it up. Right. Wow. And I was like, keep, get me back on my message boards and IRC <laughs> channels. <laughs> I got to go post a fark.com. And slash dot. I'm stunned. I didn't know it was spelled in lead speak. I never thought of it as uh, lead speak. Oh yeah, here's the here's the uh, folk etymology, which is the one I always remember, which is we own the other team. W O O T. Oh, that's what woot means. That's 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 like a folk saying for why it exists. Oh, well, I guess it is that, a type of celebration. Like it's an excited I, acknowledgement. That feels like a backwards explanation, though. Woot. Well, there's also Woot.com where I'm going to find all my deals. There is still Woot.com. It's owned by Amazon now, Andy. Oh, of course it is. They use it for for warehouse sales. 
<sighs> we need to break up Amazon, you guys. <laughs> well, we'll talk about how to do that on another episode of Happy Party. A Friendship Simulator masquerading as a new show. I've been your host, James Hartwell, standing up against the NFT overlords. And I've been joined by... Charles Jamont, new owner of the I Made This, You Made This, I Made This (laughs) NFT. (laughs) And I've been joined by... Andy Kay, defender of CEOs getting millions. To get more millions. Andy, you barely hesitated with that one. I just, listen, because it's on my mind how I defended a publicly traded company. No, oh. Square Enix isn't publicly traded, so you're safe there. Oh, <laughs> hopefully they treat their employees well. Have a good night, everyone. Yeah, have a good night, everyone. Have a good night, everyone.